Hello, everybody. Jim Malone coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is a Monday, and the market, uh, it, it it looked like it was going to make some headway, but, uh, well, not so much. <laughs> it kind of pulled back. Uh, it it, it kind of pulled back uh, here. So let's get into the slides. Basically, um, we have a huge profit in oil. It looks as if... Um, Saudi Aramco now is the biggest company in the world. It surpassed Apple, and uh, they had a 80% jump in their net profit. Uh, so uh, that, that topped analyst expectations. And what I've done with that, of course, is I've moved into some oil stocks. But uh, first, let's take a look at another interesting chart uh, that we have, and that is the chart for natural gas. Uh, I have a I have the uh, live chart for natural gas and how natural gas is trading. You'll notice that really since the first of the year, since January, it's been nothing but an upward upward movement for natural gas. So one of the things that I did buy today long was FLNG. It's a company that transports natural gas uh, to Europe. So. Uh, watch out for that. That might be pretty interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how that trades, uh, but uh, pretty interesting. Um, just wanted to put out a buy alert. Now I haven't put out one of these in a long time, but uh, this is a company that I've been accumulating. I'll probably be buying more if it reacts well tomorrow, and that of course is Chevron. Chevron Texaco. I don't know if you remember this one, but this is a dividend aristocrat, and it has been paying a dividend pretty much as long as I've been alive. Um, there is an entry point. It's quickly approaching the 174.86 buy points. So let me pull up the, the chart for CVX just to kind of give you a look-see at this uh, potential, um, you know, the, the potential entry point. And it's up after hours. So that indeed is, an interesting, uh, is, is interesting here. There is a buy point on it. Again, we talked a little bit about it just a second ago. And that's 170 for uh, 174.28, that's right here. It's right above that buy point, and I do think that it's shaping up very, very well. If you'll notice, the relative strength line is moving to the upside. That's great, and uh, the relative strength is is 79. Now, where uh, uh, is 98? Now, where the rest of the market is doing poorly, this one, boy, I tell you what, it's looking pretty good. The checklist uh, is 89% on this one. This be uh, today. I'll be making my second buy. And as you can see from the pattern recognition here, we're just 1% below the flat base entry uh, at, uh, at 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 uh, 74.28. So something you might want to take a look at, put in your put in your um, uh, your back pocket because it definitely looks like you know most of the market I think is going to move move lower, but it looks as if uh, Chevron is looking pretty darn good. So that one might be one that you that you might want to look at. Now, on the flip side of this, I have a, a trade idea. Now, I haven't gone into this one yet, and that is to short Tesla. And I want to show you this chart. Basically, um, part of the reason Tesla is moving lower. So, you know, this bear call spread can be got into very, very inexpensively. It's a, a you know, basically $580. And I do think that this one is a little bit better, uh, but I have not gotten into this one yet, but I do think that Tesla is moving lower. So this is a, this is a, uh, an idea that you, you can, you can pick up $580 uh, and then, 
and and then uh, you know as if it moves lower, then you could close it out for a profit. Their potential maximum risk on this one is four hundred and twenty dollars, uh, but the maximum return five hundred eighty dollars. Of course, you get that up front because this is a credit spread uh, as opposed to a call spread. So basically, the way this is one is done is by buying that upper June. 725 call and then selling simultaneously the 720 call basically a spread of five there uh two contracts on each uh it's an out-of-pocket expense of five uh, it's a it's an in-pocket expense i mean it comes into your pocket 580 dollars. so that's the maximum that you can make on it but uh it uh, has a minimum risk it has a maximum risk of five of 420 so very interesting you might want to take a look at that one um i haven't i haven't yet entered that um that trade yet, but uh, you know we are looking at possibly doing it. So I want to show you the, the the stocks that I am in today, and I did move in today. Of course, I told you that I I uh, I added an extra position to Chevron. That's up nicely. Then I the the uh, FLNG. That is the stock that I was talking about. That's in the transport of natural gas, liquefied natural gas, and this one's set up very nicely as well. I came into this one today, uh, and we're, we're seeing it reverse basically off the 50-day line. And if you'll notice, and this is really hard to see on the chart, but it is now the, the price has moved above the uh, NASDAQ, which is showing a lot of strength. Uh, there's a lot of buying activity on this one. Again, it's in the natural resources area. Uh, basically, uh, you know, so it's basically the natural resource. Not as quite a good a checklist as Chevron, but still pretty darn good. 78 is the checklist on this one. On the technicals, we're above all the three major index lines, 10-day, 21-day, 50-day, and 200-day. So looking pretty good there uh, on this one. This is Flex LNG, and I definitely think you can enter this uh, this one. I did today. Um, I... Uh, I did enter the uh, this stock today. I also bought a position, and I had this one before, and I was stopped out. Uh, but I'm going to be a little bit more loose on those uh, on on the um, on on the stop losses this time, putting it 10% below as opposed to 7% below. Not I'm usually breaking my rule here a little bit, but because of the volatility, Mosaic MOS. This is one you want to probably take a look at as well. MOS is the symbol. Now, again, if you'll notice, all of these stocks basically are in the resource area. Uh, so, you know, not really doing anything in the tech or anything like that. No tech stocks. But uh, this one reversed nicely. It's up after hours. And I bought it, and then it reversed higher after hours. So I think we're going to see this one hopefully move back up to the 60, the, so possibly the the $75 or $80 range. If it does, I'll be a seller there, but uh, this looks like a nice reversal. Uh, it did pull very much lower than, than I would have liked. My, my uh, stop loss on this one uh, is uh, 58, 50, excuse me, 56.70. That's my stop loss on this one. So hopefully I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm going to get stopped out this one, but it looks like this one's reversed and it is moving higher. Now, of course, as you know, there is a there is a tremendous demand for fertilizer right now. Uh, basically, Sri Lanka is out of fertilizer. There are food riots, unfortunately, there. But um, one of the things about this stock is I do think the demand for fertilizer is just going to go crazy because a lot of the, of course, the components come from 
Belarus and Ukraine and these kind of countries that are basically in the war zone. So uh, not not great as far as that is that is concerned, but uh, definitely definitely going to be a shortage. There's some other ones also. I don't think these are as well set up. Another one that you might want to take a look at is Nutrient NTR. And uh, um, uh, but let's look at NTR. This is the biggest. This is a um, this is a company in Canada. Uh, it is also starting to make a nice move. It, it definitely looks like it, it has bottomed here and it's making a move up. This is a reversal um, uh, as well. So this one you might want to put in. You might want to put into NTR Nutrien. Uh, and, and I do think that we're going to see, you know, this one has even a better checklist, 100% checklist on this one. This is not a normal buy point for this one, but it does look like it's come down, it's tested, and it's moving higher. So these commodity stocks are more difficult to play uh, than the others, but um, definitely something you can do, um, you know, that uh, that is working right now. Uh, I wanted to show you the, the five stocks, essentially, that I'm shorting right now. Uh, I did just put in a short on Disney. I had to, had a short on it, and then I came back and I reshorted it. But this one, I think, is going to go down even further. DIS, of course, is the symbol for that. Uh, that one is looking like it's going to go even lower. So take a quick look at the at the trend here. As you can see, the trend is your friend, and right now, the trend on Disney is decidedly lower. It's off after hours. It was off today, and it's off after hours. I think you're going to see a lot of weakness here. So I did do I I did do a um, I, I did do a, uh, a spread on this one. It's a put spread. It's a it's a bear put spread on Disney, and we're already up today thirty approximately thirty five dollars on that one. So looking pretty decent on pretty decent on that one uh, as well. Uh, also. Uh, on the shorts, uh, again, I've been on. I've I've had a short on Boeing for quite a while. That's continuing to move lower, and uh, a lot of trouble there at Boeing. Um, but this 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 spread is taking advantage of, of that a little bit. Uh, here's the live chart for Boeing. As you can see, it's just moving down, down, down. It's up a little bit after hours. I'm not too worried about this because the general trend overall. For Boeing has been lower. So uh, currently uh, we're up on Boeing about, let's see if we can get the right one there. Uh, we're, we're currently up on the Boeing spread. Um, we're, we're currently up on the Boeing spread about $517. And uh, we did, we, we shorted this one with the bear put spread on the 27th of April. So, you know, it's, this one's produced, this one's moving right along. Um, also, just wanted to uh, show you the other other uh, spreads that we do have. We we have a spread on Salesforce CRM, and that one uh, continues to move lower. Uh, you know, we uh, it 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 was off today, and then I think it's I think it's now it's up a little, up a little bit after hours, but definitely moving lower. Uh, take a look at the weekly chart here for CRM. Um, it did uh, just come through, or, you know, earnings are, are, are relatively in 15 days. So uh, depending on how it goes, part of the reason I closed the short on Disney was I didn't want to be there for earnings. I probably will close on Salesforce before earnings as well. But the trend on uh, Salesforce has been down. As you can see, even though their sales are up, their profits are down. So uh, not unfortunately, not that good. But because we have a short on it, 
we're making money up. They're up about $88 currently on that one. Now, I do have a short on Netflix. Uh, that one has been kind of tricky. Um, there's been some some uh, um, analysts that have said that, that Netflix is bottom. I don't believe them. I, I think that we're going to go even lower with Netflix. And indeed, we went lower today. We, went, we were down about uh, not quite a percent. Uh, and we're down after hours as well. I do think we're going to continue to see some damage with Netflix. And, of course, the lower it goes, uh, it, what it did is it, it, it came up to the 10-day line. I think that's where it's going to get support and move lower. At least that's kind of what I'm seeing in terms of that. So I definitely have a bear put spread on Netflix. And the last one, of course, that I have is a bear put spread on the Qs, QQQ. So let's look at the QQQ. Uh, and see kind of what the deal is there. Uh, that's been moving lower. I'm still I'm I'm still up a little bit on this one. Yeah, this one bounced a little bit. I may close this one early. I haven't really decided if we get if we get some support. But uh, but it looks like we came up to the 10 day line and then we're we're starting to move lower. So I do expect at least over the next week this one to move lower. But if if it doesn't, I will definitely I will definitely close it early. Uh, that's for sure. So these are my current uh, short holdings, Walt Disney, Boeing, Salesforce, Netflix, and the QQQ. So kind of give you a little bit look-see there uh, on that. Um, so, all right, let's get to the questions. Thanks for, thanks for waiting, everybody. Um, got some people up here already. Dan is interested in MOS. What is the buy point? Okay, good question. Um, this is Mosaic. That's the name of the uh, sock here. My buy point on this one, um, in the, and let's let's pull up the chart here. Um, let's see if we got the. Uh, did I? I don't know if I did all my notations today. I was a little bit lazy today. <laughs> I didn't do all my notations with stop losses and everything. There we go. Uh, here's where here's where I entered it. Uh, basically, my entry on this one, and uh, it was at sixty four sixty one. So I was I'm a little bit high I'm a little bit down on this one, but I definitely I definitely think you could you I'm a little bit early I think the best entry point is probably at the 21 day line, and let's kind of take a look and see where that one is on the at the 21 day line I think that's definitely a good entry point yeah 6381 so we're right we're right there we're we're 6318 um, so I definitely think you probably could start to put in a position here uh, on Mosaic. I definitely think we're going to move higher. It's moved down. I think it's gotten support. Didn't get support at the index lines, though, interestingly enough. Uh, but in a, if you can see this, let me take off the, uh, let me just take off the, uh, um, some of the, some of the, 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 the comments here, so you can definitely see this. Um, but as you can see, this is the relative strength line. This is the, this is the blue line here. And it is pointed up. The relative strength rating 98, which is really great, means it's in the top 2% of all stocks. That's not saying much in this market, though, because this market has been uh, off so much. But uh, we're definitely in the right place. Fertilizers have been doing very, very well. It's three out of 197. So the chemical agricultural area, this is definitely where you want to kind of start building a position because it does look like we're going to have some shortages this summer. 
massive fertilizer shortages. So it's almost guaranteed that the price of fertilizer will go up. And of course, Mosaic will be one of the one of the beneficiaries. The the real problem, of course, is the lack of phosphorus out there. And because a lot of that is produced, a lot of those phosphate mines are in uh, in Eastern Europe. They're in they're in uh, Belarus. They're in uh, uh, um, they're, they're in Ukraine. They're basically in those areas. So that's where a lot of those phosphates mines are. And of course, with the war going on, they're not going to be, uh, you know, they're not going to be mining. So uh, the price of the overall price of um, of phosphate based um, fertilizers is going to go way up. So I think that will uh, benefit Mosaic and possibly Nutrien. Some of the other ones too, but those two especially. And CF Industries, that's another one you want to look at. Um, what can we expect uh, from the retail sales numbers tomorrow? I think the retail sales number, and I'm not trying to be a negative belly here, but I think the retail sales numbers are going to be very bad uh, tomorrow. Um, part of the reason I believe this and, and is because of this inflation. I think, you know, inflation is, is rampant right now. I mean, uh, I just, I went out for lunch today and bought a burrito and it was 10 bucks. And, you know, basically a month ago, the same burrito was like $6. So that's a lot of inflation. Um, and I think that's true just about through everything. Uh, here in Dallas, which has some of the cheapest gas prices in the United States, we are seeing gasoline above $4 a gallon. We're seeing it maybe about to $4.15 to $4.20 a gallon. And it, at that rate, it's just going to be uh, it's going to be a tough row because, you know, at that at that rate, People just aren't going to spend on anything related to uh, entertainment or, uh, I mean, they're just going to buy food and, and gas. I mean, that's and, and rent. That's going to be pretty much it. So not a good situation. Uh, HD earnings tomorrow. Uh, can we buy HD specific goes? Well, yeah, don't buy before. Uh, be very careful. You know, I think that HD, it's not like in the pandemic uh, when everybody, you know, had that money and time. Because of the stimulus, they could they could go and they could buy, you know, for home improvement. We're not at that level anymore, unfortunately, because uh, this is a great stock. I mean, HD is one of the one of the really tr- premier stocks, but frankly, I see this going lower. As you can see, it's been trading below. I think that's key, below the twenty day one the twenty one day moving average, and the relative strength on this is forty eight, which for this kind of stock is not terrifically good. Now it is kind of tracking the S and P 500. I mean the uh, the Nasdaq here. That's this black line, but I just don't think I don't like the look of this stock at all. Unfortunately, I want to see a bounce. Now we may get a tremendous bounce tomorrow on this. I doubt it. I doubt it. So I would be very careful, James, in buying the stock long tomorrow. I think where you want to look is you know again it's boring as heck, but. The where the the place in the market that's working, and let's go to the let's let's go to the, the the chart. The place in the market that's working is in the oil sector. And I just want to show you the first. Let's see, uh, in of the 198 groups, uh, let's see if I can show you this. Of the 190 of the 198 groups, I think the first four are all oil and gas related. Um, so. So here's here's the here's the performance of the of the groups the la- last week and here's what we got basically it's all energy it's coal it's royalty trust 
Uh, now the chemicals agriculture is in there. That's where mosaic is. So it's number three. Um, oil and gas um, ENP. That's the that's the drillers international ENP, and drilling and then integrated. That's where that's where Chevron is. Just look at this. This is all oil and gas with the exception of agricultural chemicals. So basically, what I'm trying to say here, and and shipping. Yeah, transportation shipping is doing fairly well. So what I'm trying to and then utilities. So basically. Um, what we're looking at, I just would be very, 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 very careful buying anything uh, outside of these these three units. So uh, the buy areas are basically oil, utilities, and um, um, fertilizer. So basically, that's that's kind of the, that's kind of where you got to be buying. Those are the areas of the market that are doing the best. Oil, utilities, and fertilizer right now. It's not a market to buy tech stocks. That's why I'm short uh, some of those some of those tech stocks and some of the big, just you know some of the big stocks like Disney because I just don't see a lot of um, room for people in their budgets. They're going to be buying food. They're going to be buying fuel, and they're going to be buying. Um, you know, heating, you know, well, uh, heating and cooling like uh, like LNG. So just not uh, not a whole lot of discretionary income there with all this inflation. Uh, it's really kind of interesting. Jim, Michael Berry. Um, oh, interesting. Uh, he just has a short again. Oh, yeah, I think I agree with him. Uh, Jay, I think <laughs> I, I think I think you, you, you know, you go against Michael Berry at your peril because he is truly one of the best analysts out there. I mean, I follow him very, I follow him. I saw the same thing that you did. I, I, I actually agree with this. Um, you know, let's take a look at Apple. I mean, uh, you know, you know, let's, let's take a look at Apple. I, I think it's a short too. I, as I, as I said, I have uh, that short on, and now I haven't done it yet on Tesla. That's another one. I'm, I'm, I'm very, Any of the techs, even the best techs, aren't doing that well. Now, uh, in that article, uh, Michael Burry did indicate that he is uh, going to be acquiring more Google. I kind of agree with him on that because they have the advertising revenue, and that is going to go up. So uh, I definitely see that as well. But um, you know, but Apple is probably going to go lower. I think he, I agree with that. So um, you know. <laughs> I'm, I, I think he, I think he's right there. Hi, uh, if you had to bet, do you think Nvidia will go higher or lower? Lower, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I think it's going to go lower. Unfortunately, I wish it was going to go higher, but th that's not what I'm showing on the chart. The chart is telling me 
that at least in the short term, at least in the short term, NVIDIA, look at that. It's just a downward trend. So if I were a betting man, and I am, <laughs> uh, I would say lower. So uh, NVIDIA, uh, definitely, uh, you know, I expect lower. So I don't, I don't see it bouncing here. So I expect lower for NVIDIA. I really do. Uh, I think I think Nvidia is likely to be moving lower. All right. Um, when is the stock split? The stock split for Tesla. All right. Well, the, I don't think there's a Tesla stock split coming up. Is it maybe? No, I don't think so. There's a there's a there's a Google there's a Google stock split. Let's look at that. Um. So there's a 20 for one Google stock split uh, co coming up, um, and that that definitely is that definitely that definitely is coming up. Um, we do we do have that coming up. So let's see if I can. It'll let me. All right. Well, what do you know? Um, not seeming to let. So. So the Google stock split is uh, is going to be happening here. Um, it's going to be happening on the July. So you, so it's going to be um, on July fifteenth. So so basically, um, you know, the the vote is going to be on June the first. We haven't come to the, the vote yet, but uh, if if it's approved on June first, then it'll be a twenty for one on July fifteenth. So that's kind of what's going on right now with the um, with the stock split on Google. All right, let's take a look at. All right, okay. So we got a few more questions here um, to go. Let's see. Um, Tesla. All right, I do, I think Tesla is going to be moving lower, um, and I do. I, I I have put out essentially a bear put spread on it. Let's go to the back of that one. Uh, basically, this is what I'm intending to do. I haven't done this yet, yet but um, the, the idea here is that Tesla is going to move lower. And when it moves lower, I think we're going to have, let's take, uh, let's go show the live screen for Tesla. There we go. So I do believe that Tesla is moving lower based on this trend. Uh, it's at 172 right now. And if you'll notice, the way this short works is you buy two, uh, two June uh, 24th to, uh, 725 calls, and then you simultaneously sell to uh, 720 calls for June 24th. And the net, the net credit that you get is $580. And, and basically what happens is as long as by the end of the um, by, by the by the end of the, the, the trade, which is June 15th, as long as it maintains a, a price below 720, 
you keep all the money. And I believe that we're very, very likely to get uh, below, I'm sorry, below 1720, you're very likely to get, to get all the money. So currently it's below seven, um, it's it's below, excuse me, not 720, excuse me. Uh, it, 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 it maintains below 720 uh, and currently we're at, um, I mean, uh, I have NVIDIA up, that was the mistake. Um, Let's look at Tesla. All right, let's pull it up. So as long as it maintains a below 720, this is the current chart at 724. If it, just, if it drops just four more dollars, as you can see, you'll make all the money in this trade. So I haven't put this trade in. I'm going to see how it opens tomorrow, but I'm definitely going to probably put this one on. This is a Tesla 725, 720 bear, bear call spread. And uh, this one will... Uh, hopefully uh, produce some nice money on this. All right, let's go to this. Sir, can you please tell uh, tell me some stocks to buy with stop losses and a price target? I have been following uh, you for the past three years. Oh, great. Well, thank you very much. Well, thank you for that. Saying my predictions were correct. Boy, well, I'm not, I, I really appreciate that. That's a very nice thing to say. Here's what I want to show you. I want to show you a stock that I do think that you could, you could buy right now, and that's CVX. Yeah, that's that's this stock right here. Oh, let me pull it up. It's CVX. Oh, this is called this is uh, Chevron. Right now, the oil stocks are doing quite well, and I definitely think you could buy this one here. Now, unfortunately, it's starting to move after hours, and it's it's up a little bit, but I definitely think you could buy it here. Uh, and what I would do is buy it here uh, at about seven, 174, putting my stop loss at 150. Okay, that would be where my stop loss would go, 150. And then hopefully letting this thing roll. I think this can potentially, based on what I'm seeing as it's coming out of this base pattern, I would ride this up to about 190. I think this is going to go about 15 points higher, um, but who knows? I mean, you know, you, you know, you know, you can't totally tell. But I want to kind of show you this chart going out with the monthly chart. Here's something that I want to show you with Chevron. If, as you can see, it's at its all-time high. If you go back here to 2001 and you go forward to today, you'll notice that it's at an all-time high. Believe it or not. And you would think, Jim, you know, you should never, you know, buy low, sell high. But in this case, you want to buy high and sell higher, okay? So I believe it can easily move. Uh, I can easily move from here up to about 200. And as you can see, it's starting to consolidate. So as it breaks beyond this buy point here, and that buy point we're talking about is 172.76. Let me actually show you that on the pattern recognition. But currently the pivot is, I'm sorry, is 174.78. Currently it's 174. So it is literally right below the buy point. So I do think that Chevron is looking very, very good. But I really appreciate that. By the way, if you're not already on the uh, action trade alerts um think about that uh it's easy to do um all you have to do 
and it's free, by the way, is to go to www.dallastradingfloor.com, first and last name, and, and an email address, and we'll get you set up on the action trailers. Thank you so much for that comment. I really appreciate it. All right, let's take a look at this one. Um, SD, hmm, uh, oh, let's look at uh, HDSN, SML. Let's look at, uh, somebody, I have to remember these, these charts. Uh, this one, HDSN, HDSN, all right, um, Hudson Technologies, I'm not familiar with this, let me just take a gander over here, this is a, a replacement, uh, okay, so it's contractors and refrigeration, I do like the fact that it's in repair, pollution control, this is not one of my favorite areas, but the chart looks decent, Right now, unfortunately, it's not in the buy point. The last buy point on it was way back here in the consolidation, uh, basically at $4.89. Currently, it's at $9. I would skip this one. I would watch list this one, even though it does have a good chart. In this market, you only want to buy the strongest that you can get. And, and I definitely think you can make us on a day trade. But for a long-term trade, I'd be a little bit, I'd be a little bit concerned about this one. Just because uh, it, it's it's under ten dollars and we're in a weak market, but the stock looks good. Uh, it's just it's just not the kind of chart that uh, I would like to uh, to buy in this thing. So Bermuda based. Uh, oh, a tanker train. Okay, crude and refined oil. Okay, this has been a very good area. The the shippers the the shippers have been very good. Um, yeah, I mean this one's definitely viable. This is definitely SFL. I'm not familiar with this one. Uh, but I suspect it has a big dividend. Let's take a look. Uh, yeah, look at that. Wow. It's got an 8 PE ratio. Yeah, this is this is a little bit extended, but this is viable. SFL is viable. So I would look at SFL, not uh, HDSN. And let's look at SOI to see. Uh, SOI. Let's take a look here. Uh, oil field infrastructure, Houston, Texas. Uh, yeah, this is a good area to be buying in too. There's going to be a lot more demand for this kind of this kind of a company. It's not at an ideal buy point. It's not really an ideal buy point, but you know that's just because the pattern recognition can't pick it up. This looks very good. So out of these out of these three, SFL and SOI I think are pretty decent. Um, so those are very interesting. I, I think I'd probably go with the shipper just because there's just so much demand for shippers right now. Uh, so I would probably be looking at SFL uh, on that one. Let's look at the spider, SPY. Of course, this is the uh, ETF that tracks the, um, this, is the this is the ETF that tracks the um, S&P 500. And I do expect the S&P 500 to do better than the NASDAQ, but it's not overall, we're in a, we're in a downward trending market. So where do I see this? Well, I, I see weakness, to be honest with you. I think if you draw, if, if you draw a line, uh, if, you, if, you, if, you, uh, if you draw a line along the 10-day moving average, now, of course, this is not, you know, everything, but this is the trend. And I definitely think we're going to reverse lower here. So I see the spider below 400 by the end of the week. So, um, you know, just my, just my take on it, but... Uh, you know, uh, that's what I see. I, I you know, you know, um, I, 
see spy below um, 395 by by the end of the week. I, I you know unfortunately that's what I do. I, I see it. I, I see that I see it lower. Why? Because I think what's happening is that uh, the spider is is following the 10-day moving average, and the 10-day moving average is trending lower. And if we trend down with that and we look at the low of where where the spider uh, moved up, we're at about 395. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think the spider is looking like I would like to see it. But, uh, you know, that's kind of the, that's kind of the thing. But I do kind of see the spider uh, moving, moving lower. So far, that's probably going to be our last one for today. Uh, I hope you're not in this one. Uh, this has been brutalized, um, and you know it's uh, you know SoFi Technologies. Uh, it's it's trending, but it's trending in the wrong direction. And the direction, of course, that SoFi is trending, of course, is downward. I have a reversal line. It has moved a little bit above the reversal line, but it is still basically hugging the the 21-day moving average with a relative strength of 11. So I see this going lower. Um, I'm sorry to say this probably is going to go lower. It it might it might reverse here because it is so cheap. It's really hard to say, but uh, you know I, I I wouldn't buy this one. Um, I wouldn't buy this one right now. So I, I just think you know SoFi may go lower, and that's and that's pretty and that's pretty um, you know that's a, that's a pretty tough a tough deal. This is the reason why I you know and I, I keep bringing this up, kind of like a broken record. But you should never let a stock move against you more than about 7% from your buy price because, you know, this might return to profitability. SoFi might return to profitability, but it might not. Because remember, it took 17 years for Microsoft to return to where it had been in 1999. So I actually did not. I traded uh, uh, Microsoft in 2000, and I didn't trade it again until night until 2017 can you believe that long time so uh i would be very very careful about buying sofi i would not buy it um and if i and if i had it i was down more than seven percent i'd sell it i know that's painful because you don't want to take the loss but you know i think that that's kind of be um you know that that that's kind of be um, um an issue uh here's somebody that says they just bought uh tesla at uh um, it's at uh, 724. I probably would not be with you on that one uh, just because I think that uh, it may bounce up, but it's more likely to go down. So here's what I would do. I would make sure that I place a stop loss on this one and, and I and I would place that stop loss uh, on Tesla basically at the consolidation. And my guess is that, uh, you know, uh, on on the on the on the uh, uh, on the consolidation on the pivot, uh, you should put your stop loss basically at you know it, about seven about six seventy eight. So you know here's what I would do if I bought if I had bought Tesla, which I which I probably wouldn't buy in this market at this level. Um, you know Tesla stop loss uh, would be about. Um, 678. I wouldn't let it go any lower than that. Um, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let it go any any lower than that. That's the bottom of the consolidation here. Oops, let's put that in there. Oops, there we go. 
Yeah, that's the bottom of the consolidation. And this is the pivot right here at 12.02. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll get a bounce. Hopefully we'll get a bounce and it may go higher, but it doesn't. But, you know, if it can't hold, if it can't hold here, it's going lower. So we probably will get some support at the pivot, uh, 678. I wouldn't probably let it go more than that because uh, it could go lower. I mean, it could easily go to 600. Uh, I don't think that there's any question uh, that it could. So be very careful if you bought Tesla at 724. Uh, be very, very careful. I would put stop loss in immediately. All right. Well, thank you very much for every everybody for taking a look at my Monday show. I'll be back uh, tomorrow at 5 o'clock. And I hope everyone's doing well. Um, this is a very tough market to trade right now. Uh, recommend relatively light exposure right now. Uh, you don't want to be too heavy. Um, and if you're going to go long on anything, you want to go long on stocks that are basically, uh, you know, you, you want to go long on stocks that are basically only in several areas. The only areas really that I am long right now is in, uh, is in oil, uh, agricultural chemicals, and some shipping stocks, for especially for oil. So those are really, that's the only place that I see any kind of leadership. Other than that, I see the, the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 moving lower. So very, very uh, tough situation. If you are in stocks, remember, never let a stock move more than 7% down from your buy price, because if you don't, you could end up having a stock. You can end up losing a lot of capital. So, if put your stop losses in, make sure that you protect your positions, because um, we could be taking, we could, we could be going higher in the market, but more than likely we're going to take another leg lower in the market. So, protect yourself with those seven percent stop losses. I think you'll be happy that you did. All right, I'm going to be back tomorrow at um, five o'clock. But until then. Um, please, please, please like our show. That's the little like, but we want to get the big like. Please like us because that gets us out to a lot of people, and I really appreciate it. Also, if you're not already a member of the Action Trade Alerts, um, uh, we have that available, and that's a free thing. So you just go to www.dallastradingfloor. All right. Well, I, um, I've used up my time, so... I will be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock, everybody. Happy trading, and please put your stop losses in 7% down from where you bought them because you're currently in a market that is moving lower. So we want to protect the capital that we have. I'll see you tomorrow. Happy trading.